This weekend our collective heads Wanna put an old rumor to bed Stereotype that you've all heard How we're all just angry video game nerds Most of us have actual jobs Kids and families and cats and dogs, yeah This weekend our collective heads This weekend our collective heads Welcome to This Week in Our Collective Heads. I'm Patrick. I'm here giving you the gaming news like we do every single week. Uh, if you're not subscribed, please do so. We do try to put out quality content. If you don't like something, let us know what you don't like so we can improve it. Uh, but we want to give you the best gaming news possible. We want to distill it to the good stuff, to the stuff that's important to you and some things that you may not realize are important. Uh, starting off with backwards compatibility like we do every single week, we've got Tomb Raider, uh, Tomb Raider Legend to start off with. Uh, that is was a PS2 game if I'm not mistaken, um, but uh, fun stuff. It's classic Tomb Raider, old school Tomb Raider, which I love. Uh, and then you've got Tomb Raider Anniversary Edition. Uh, this is uh, the, the remaster bit uh, of, of Tomb Raider, a remake tomb, of Tomb Raider. Again, classic Tomb Raider and awesome stuff. Uh, so if you haven't checked out the backwards compatible games, Xbox is putting these out every single week. If you go into your Xbox um, uh, store and you go to backwards compatible games, there are so many games available now. Uh, as part of Xbox's promise to keep supporting uh, the games that you purchased and keep supporting these different platforms because they want to move forward as a single platform. Um, it's one of the best things that's going on in gaming right now, honestly, uh, if you're playing console gaming, that is. Uh, we also got some updates, uh, switching gears a little bit, on the IGN uh, Mnuchin story. This was, uh, thought I had that in front of me, but I didn't. Uh, is it this one? Yeah, there we go. Um, so a little uh, update in regards to um, Philip Philippe Mnuchin, whatever his name is, uh, from IGN that's gone anyway, so it doesn't matter. Uh, IGN is pulling all of, uh, IGN is pulling all the, uh, sorry, IGN is pulling, uh, all the reviews from this guy because he basically, uh, plagiarized pretty much everything that he did from what I, from what I can see, not everything, but close enough. Uh, it all culminated with this Dead Cells review uh, and um, a smaller YouTuber um, having the exact same review because he copied it from a smaller YouTuber. Um, this type of practice is just complete crap and uh, it's hurting everyone in the long run. So I'm really glad uh, that he's getting what he deserves and IGN is doing what's right and cleaning up uh, uh, this because it's really bad for uh, for IGN, it's bad for gaming. It's bad for gaming journalism uh, to uh, push forward in a in that type of manner and not um, really clean up and and realize. Or sorry, um, let me rephrase that. Um, it's best for gaming journalism to do this. I don't think that it's uh, revisionist history like some people were saying. I think this is important to keep IGN reputable. It's important for IGN to say, hey. Uh, this is wrong, this is a retraction, this is modern day retraction. It used to be in uh, newspapers and in uh, news, traditional like cable news and regular, or sorry, regular news, uh, they'd have a retraction section where they'd say, hey, we're wrong on this, I'm sorry. So this is the 21st century version of that, which I think is a good thing. For those of you who didn't see, Dark Souls is coming to Switch. That was delayed for a little bit, uh, but it is coming out October 19th. So rejoice. You'll be able to play Dark Souls on your Switch, which is pr 
probably one of the most interesting ways to play it, in my opinion. Um, I think that Dark Souls lends itself to the um, to the short game. Uh, you can play for five, ten minutes and get something decent out of it. Uh, also, because Switch, obviously, being able to uh, uh, to power save and save where you are uh, will work really well. So if you're in the middle of an area and you need to stop. You hit the power button on the switch, it saves where you are. As long as that switch doesn't lose power, uh, you're good to go. Um, which I'm, I'm really happy about because you can. That's my that's my big thing when it comes to um, uh, when it comes to console gaming on the go. When it comes to handheld gaming, it's really important that uh, that any type of gaming like that uh, can be stopped at a moment's notice, so that way you can continue on with your life. And that way, the handheld does not consume your life. Uh, gaming is awesome. Gaming is great, but we do not want to be in a situation where we, uh, uh, where it controls it controls what we do. Um, what may control what I do though is Diablo on Switch. I am a huge Diablo fan. I'm so happy this is coming to Switch again. Being able to stop it at a moment's notice, uh, go on with my life, and then jump back in is great. Uh, Diablo three is good. I think Diablo 2 is still superior to the game in regards to gameplay, in regards to the, the random generation. Everything I think is better in 2, which is crazy. They still haven't come up with a better version. But doing this on the go is going to be excellent. I can't wait to be playing this um, on the go. Uh, and also being able to play, take that and then dock it and play with my, uh, you know, with my wife uh, or anybody else who's, who's uh, around because this still has uh, couch co-op, if I'm not mistaken. Um, believe it shows it here in a second. Yep, this guy pops in. He's like, hey, I want to play too. Because uh, that's the magic of gaming. That's the magic of uh, of the Switch and of console game. Oh, sorry, console co-op, couch co-op stuff. This is how it should be. This is how it's been for the for freaking ever, and it should uh, continue to do that. Um, that's the good stuff of gaming in in history that should stay. In, now, in regards to the future of gaming, Discord is wanting to sell, or is moving forward with selling, uh, they're selling games on its game store. These are curated games, uh, which I think is a great idea. Uh, they're moving forward with the universal launcher, similar to a Steam kind of uh, situation. Um, but to be able to cultivate games, which is what we've been saying forever when it comes to Steam, when it comes to uh, PlayStation and all of these, Nintendo's cultivating games, but if Discord can do it, do it better. If I can pop onto the Discord store and all I see are decent quality games that I know I'm going to enjoy, that is, uh, a, is a complete win for me because I don't, have to, I don't have to research what the heck is this game, what the heck is this game. If it's something new and it's on there, then we know that it is, uh, that it is vetted, it is value, um, and you can enjoy it you can uh not you won't waste your time on that i know some people like playing the indie games and trying out something uh something new but i think if an indie game is worth its merit it should be able to go through uh it should be able to go through any um parameters that they're searching for and make sure that it is something worth your time because we're all busy there's so many games come out even if you don't have a job right now if you're if you're 13 14 years old you're playing video games and you got to worry about school and that's it or you're on um, You're on break and you're like cool. I got two or three weeks, whatever it is uh, Or summer break you still have a specific amount of time in your day and in your life There's not enough time to play all these games unfortunately, so we want to 
obviously just like this game, this show, we want to give you an idea of what's worth it, what you can do, uh, and what will help you. Um, and any, uh, if Discord is going to vet games, they're going to cultivate uh, on their uh, on their store. I think that's a fantastic, uh, fantastic news, fantastic idea. Um, and speaking of fantastic uh, ideas, for ever, <laughs> Nazi imagery has been illegal in in Germany, and, and except when it comes to art. If you're doing a movie, it's considered art, so it was protected. But if you wanted to do a video game, for instance, Wolfenstein, uh, your game was subject uh, to that censorship. So any Nazi um, Nazi imagery. Uh, depictions of Hitler or anything like that were uh, not allowed uh, and it was the, the idea was to not uh, glorify it not make fun of it whatever it's it's censorship I don't like it uh, but in regards to video games now Wolfenstein uh, can be viewed in its original form games in Germany can have Nazi imagery they are considered art which is great because they are art um, I think it's great that they're able to do this because um, the uh, way that they've pushed forward with that in history has been uh, that Nazis are um, basically, uh, what was it? They're like either aliens or robots or something because they can't show the, the violence. And uh, I was talking to, uh, to my nephews about that this, this past week and uh, we were talking about how ridiculous it is that they couldn't have Hitler, you'd have to have someone else. You couldn't have, you can't have blood, which is a different story, uh, but the Nazi symbol would have to be something else. Um, and it's, it's stupid censorship when it comes to uh, something that should have weight, and I think that censoring it takes the weight out of it. Uh, it doesn't show the gravity of the situation when you talk about something as evil as, uh, as the Nazis were. Um, and if you censor that and you don't talk about how horrible it is, then when you see it again in history, it's not recognized as easily, which we're going through right now. So I'm, I'm glad that this is being done. I'm glad that this is uh, being allowed uh, to be in uh, to be in Germany. Uh, speaking of first-person shooters that we all love, Doom on the Nintendo Switch. This is the Doom Eternal uh, on Switch. Uh, is going to allow uh, invasion uh, from uh, players onto your Switch to. Uh, uh, to attack you, which I think is is amazing. I want to see exactly how that plays out in the games. I think it's going to be interesting. Um, and Doom is one that I think will be really cool to play on Switch. Uh, I, again, my motto is I'm repeating myself, but if I can jump in, play for five, ten minutes, and then pop out, and I uh, I got something out of it, that's great. Doom can do that. Doom is so fast-paced uh, that I think it'll be great for this. Obviously, docked. Um, does not have to worry about that, but the handheld for uh, mode, which is what Switch is really, um, where we, Switch shines, uh, should be important on that. But being able to invade people on this is going to be really cool. It's going to be very interesting. I can't wait to see exactly how that uh, how that rolls out because um, it could be really fun. Switching gears a little bit, EA's uh, CEO um, has just. Uh, left the company, uh, Patrick Sunderland uh, has left the company uh, just before his bonus, um, and that was the big tagline that everyone talks about, but if you look at the previous years, they've been paying him and increasing his bonus year after year to keep him in the company. Uh, this guy's done uh, done everything from uh, uh, from Battlefield, uh, as you can as you can see here. Um, I mean, he's been a part of uh, just tons of stuff through through Dice 
uh, and I mean, it's it sucks for EA to lose him, but I'm wondering, and I don't know honestly as much about his. Um, Kevin will probably correct me, but I don't know if he was one of the big pushers of, uh, of microtransactions and, and that sort. If he was, good riddance. Uh, if he wasn't, then it's going to be hard for them because uh, EA's been, from a business standpoint, putting out some decent product. And if he was one of the uh, movers that's been um, pushing that and being able to keep quality, then that's a really uh, big loss for them. Uh, it is interesting he did it right before his bonus. Um, to me, that shows that it, it's, I mean, it shows some integrity uh, to not have to wait, to not wait it out, hit the bonus, then leave. Shows some integrity to do that. I don't know if his contract stated if he got if he if he took the bonus he had to stay on for a certain amount of time. Maybe that's why. Uh, but either way, shows some integrity that he did that, which is uh, which is great. Switching gears a little bit, uh, talking about Microsoft. Uh, Microsoft's new Santa Monica studio is the initiative. Um, we talked about them earlier this year. They've been um, hiring like crazy. Uh, some of the people that they've been uh, hiring, um, interestingly enough. Uh, have been uh, people who have consistently won, consistently uh, done some great things <laughs> on Sony, uh, which I think is is really interesting. Um, Brian Westergaard uh, was God of War senior managing pr uh, producer, uh, lead and senior producer of Rise of the Tomb Raider. So two great games, one huge, uh, both critically successful games, if not sales successful. Um, Christian Candemessa, uh, Red Dead Redemption and Shadow of Mordor's leader, lead writer and designer. Holy crap. Even if it's the first Red Dead, that's fine. I'm assuming it's the first, not the second, because it doesn't state it. Uh, and then you've got uh, uh, Daniel Neuberger, uh, who is Tomb Raider and Rise of the Tomb Raider's co-director. Um, I mean, the, the, the initiative definitely is an initiative to get ridiculous top-tier talent over to the Microsoft team, get them over there, um, which is is interesting. Microsoft is, well, at least uh, smart. Microsoft's looking at what Sony did and said, hey, we need to emulate that. We need to do what Sony's doing and, and because Sony is consistently knocking it out of the park, how can we do that? And for, for Microsoft to uh, do that is, is very smart at their, uh, because right now, the Xbox One is not doing that well. So doing this is really gonna help them uh, in the future. This is the long game that they're playing. It's not uh, the next year or two. It's gonna be maybe maybe two or three, four or five years uh, down the line. What Xbox is doing now is going to uh, definitely show uh, within five years, I think. Um, got some last uh, bit of news, additional news, is uh, Time Splitters uh, was just bought by Coke Media, THQ Nordic, um, which, I was never a big fan of Time Splitters. I know it was a thing. I know people like it. Um, I know a lot of people enjoy it. Uh, I think that at that time I was busy playing um, Half Life and then playing. I got away from uh, from shooters and was get was playing stuff like um, Conker's Bad for a Day, or not Conker's, but different. Anyways, different games uh, like that. Got away from shooters, but uh, it is interesting. THQ, THQ Nordic's got this IP now. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do um, with that. Uh, it, time splitters and uh, second sight uh, intellectual properties. 
Um, it's considered one of the most influential consoles, uh, console games, blah, 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 blah. You can say what you want about it. THQ Nordic's press release was saying, the three games in the series earned a large and passionate fan base thanks to its unique humor, art style, and pop culture references, while encouraging customization and modification to each person, uh, to each person, <laughs> this is stupid, this person can't write, uh, to their own individual experience. Let's listen to that sentence again. Let's listen to the last half of that sentence again because it doesn't make any sense. Uh, oh, to get, sorry. Never mind. It makes perfect sense. I can't read. It says to give each person their own individual experience. So that shows my uh, ability to read things out loud. I can't read out loud well. This is something I know. Anyways, that's not something that matters to you, but if it does, then subscribe and let me know how I can better myself to give you a better, um, yeah, to give you a better product because gaming's awesome and we want to show you what's important in gaming. I think this uh, week was an interesting week, not one of the, the best weeks, not one of the big blowout weeks, but we're waiting for that because we have Spider-Man coming out, we've got Red Dead Redemption coming out, we've got Shadow of the Tomb Raider coming out. We have a lot of great games coming out and I think that uh, it's gonna be quiet for a little bit but we'll have some larger news uh, later this year. So subscribe, uh, listen to us on uh, wherever you can find podcasts. If you listen to this podcast, uh, definitely follow us. Let us know on Twitter uh, what you think of our show. Uh, you can tweet to us at Twiatch. Uh, we're Twiatch Gaming on Twitch. It's the only one that we're different. We're one day going to take out whoever has Twiatch and we're going to extort them or something to get that name. Anyways, let us know in the comments what you think uh, about this week's news and uh, what your favorite first-person shooter is from the early 2000s. Did you like Time Splitters? Were you more of a Half-Life fan? Let us know in the comments. We'll see you later.